Hey, yo, say hello to the fans. Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-top WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, P-P-P, the king of Adabim, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel bang. Hey, you listen on the SNS Network. And that's the bottom line. Just hold, hold, let's go. The world is listening. This is Rob Van Dam. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. This is Cowboy James Storm, and if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. This is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode. Welcome to TNA Chat Live with your host, the Bronx Father, Tony Mirabella. All right, everybody, welcome to TNA Chat Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. I am the Bronx Father, and oh man, where do I begin tonight? We've been talking about it in chat during TNA, when TNA went off the air, and I gotta say that I was not at all impressed with tonight's show. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. I'm probably the only show in the IWC that comes out and we we talk exclusively about TNA and I'm I'm proud of this show because it it gives it it gives a spot for impact to be covered we don't usually cover much of impact on wrestling news live even shows on other networks uh, they'll cover impact, but when they do, most of the time they they're unjustly critical and just want to pick on everything. And I've I've always said, and Trey could back this up, that I'm sure he feels the same way. None of the shows on this network are partial one way or the other. I tell you how I feel, and I, I will tell you, <laughs> impact basically sucked. I, I didn't want to be that harsh, but as I sit here and I think about it, and as I was getting ready for the show, I said, I don't want to be negative, but I've got to. I've got to. It was just, look, Aces and Eights isn't doing shit for me anymore. 
And anybody, when I open the phone lines in a minute, anyone who wants to call in and debate, please, if you like the show and you disagree with me, don't be afraid. Call in and tell me what you think. Send me an email. Live at snsradionetwork.com. Real easy. But can we have any match with a clean finish? I, I, I sat here thinking of ways to defend this aces and eights angle. And the first thing that popped into my mind was, well, the, the NWO kind of did the same thing. The difference between aces and eights and the NWO is the NWO had people, at least in the beginning, they had people that we cared about. Who in Aces and Eights do you really give a fuck about? I, I could name them off on one finger. I mean, fucking Devon. First, we don't have a TNA title defense, uh, a TNA, excuse me, TV title defense for God knows how many months. And then, tonight we get two, both of which end in a fucking smas. One doesn't even begin. I mean, Magnus gets freaking taken out. Then later on, we find out that Samoa Joe is going to go for the title. And at the end, he gets taken out. Bully Ray cuts a promo at the end where he, he says, well, you have no heroes left. And the sad thing is, even though it was the same Aces and Eights promo we basically get every week with a little something added at the end, when it's all said and done... He's right. Who's left to fight these guys? AJ Styles, he's in some kind of fucking world of his own, having a match tonight against James Storm. Wins, goes over with a, a submission, and then again, we see the fucking aces and eights attacking. Kurt Angle gets attacked. It's too much. I mean, I, I got to tell you, it was, it was hard. It was really, really hard watching impact tonight and you know if i get labeled as a, a negative guy i'm sorry i gotta tell you how i feel i'm not sugarcoating shit but let's get into it i want to hear what you guys have to say i want to hear how you feel i think i can get a consensus from the chat room how most people felt tonight but let's do it live fuck it the phone lines are now open call now to talk tna live the number to call, 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. TNA Chat Live. Or you can add Sunday Night Showdown to your Skype if you'd like. If you want to Skype me, that's fine. Again, uh, emails, which I'll check towards the latter part of the show. TNA Chat Live at snsradionetwork.com. Uh, oh, the Daniels and Kazarian shit look there's only so many fucking gay references that I can handle in one segment I'm gonna be completely truthful with you here I mean what was that shit I mean come on rude <clears throat> excuse me rude and freaking Aries how do you take these guys seriously anymore I mean it goes from aces and eights killing people to comedy I mean, I, I I just, I'm amazed, but we do have a caller on the line. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? It's me, Bronx Anthony. What's up, bro? Uh, first off, yeah, I agree with basically everyone in, this, in the chat and all that. This impact just sucked. I mean, 
I don't care if it was a tape show or not. They had they brought, gave us that. Yeah, I mean, and the crowd wasn't the greatest either. But you know, some I apologize. It might have been you or it might have been Mac in the chat who pointed out. Well, you know, they're recording four hours. So, yeah, the crowd's kind of dead during the, the every other impact that's recorded. But, I mean, wow, it, it was pretty bad. I mean, at least in the end of the year, yeah, they cheated mostly to win. But at least they had where sometimes it was the guys in the match that did. didn't have interference over and over and over. Yeah. No, I mean, that's my point. And, again, I really don't. I don't care about too many of these guys. And then I don't know what the fuck. And everybody knows, okay, Bad Influence is my favorite tag team in the business. But it's getting, I mean, am I supposed to call them Chuck and Billy Part 2? And it's the three best friends that anyone can have. Come on, sing it with me. It's the three best friends that anyone can have. <laughs> wow. And then. I left you alone in there, man. <laughs> yeah. I'm not singing that. And then you want to talk about Glad getting pissed off at CM Punk for calling somebody a homo? That whole segment between fucking Daniels and Kaz and fucking uh, Rude and Aries, that was gay. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but the references about putting meat somewhere, I, I, don't even, I didn't even take notes on that because it was like I was sitting there like, Really? Yeah, it's like something you would see at a, a, a school playground or something. Just kids, kids arguing. Yes. I mean, that's what it was like. It was like, I know you are, but what am I? I mean, I was, but that wasn't the worst part of the whole shit. I mean, the, the, worst, the worst part for me was the, the whole aces and eights just over again. And then, he, I am dubbing this on this show right now. And if anybody else calls it this, I want it noted and recorded that I, I called it first. The urine cam for the X Division match didn't work. I mean, why was everything piss-stained yellow? I mean, why in the heck? There was no point of that. I mean, and also, you we mentioned this in the chat also. There's a reason why we don't see many three-way matches that much in a repeated session. TNA apparently didn't get that memo. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I mean, not only that... We have to have, <coughs> excuse me, I'm sorry, I got allergies like crazy today. Some, you know, some new shit. Stop taking old shit. We saw the ref cam in WCW. It sucked then, and it sucks now. What really, what more action did you see with that ref cam? I mean, that's not my biggest complaint. I really don't care if they use it or not. But, I mean, seeing the ref walk around like one of the fucking Borg is like, ah, really? And um, the AJ match, I mean, they, that match wasn't anything special. And, yeah, his finisher, a move that he really didn't set up for. I mean, people been complaining about that in WWE happening. To do a submission move, there was no setup for it. Same thing with AJ's finisher. Well, I mean, I can, I can live with... I can live with a little bit of fucking wrestling we saw tonight. I mean, really little bit, because whenever shit started getting good... Fucking aces and eights runs in and jumps people. And then, like I said, you got, you got the TV title, which hasn't been defended in weeks, and now tonight it's defended twice. Technically, all right, the first match with Magnus really didn't get underway. Granted. But still, it's like, 
where's the locker room? Where, where the fuck are the people who are trying to help? I mean, they were, they were getting the better of aces and eights for a little bit, and now it's like, bullies, he's right. Who's left to challenge us? The answer to that is no one. Yeah, I'm worried they're going to bring back Sting or Hogan to go for it. I'm like, no, do not. Sting for part of one-shot thing, but not to win the belt. Hogan, no. Not unless you bring it for somebody to come in and basically protect Hogan, become like the new guy to go against the, the Hill group. Yeah, but the National Guard can't protect Hogan in the ring. You can't you can't protect a guy who, and I've heard rumors that that's where they're thinking of going. I'm hoping better sense prevails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is teenage we're talking about. Sorry, I just, I just kind of threw up in my mouth a little bit there. But, I mean, I, I can't. See, I mean, at least Sting can still wrestle. I mean, yeah, he's older, but he can still wrestle. Do I want to see him with that title? No. But do I want to fucking see Hogan even get in the ring? No. But if you look at everyone who's being eliminated, let's count them off. Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, Magnus. Everybody who has tried to go up against the Aces and Eights has gotten their ass kicked. So now who's left? Well, yeah, you're right. Other than Hogan and Sting, or possibly uh, Matt Morgan, who you got? True. And uh, I mentioned this last week, and it looks like it's continuing. They're looking like it's going to be Joseph Parks probably going to win the TV belt from uh, Devon. Or at least have a hand in it. The title changing from him. That's another thing I'm getting fucking tired of. I mean, I enjoyed Joseph Parks for a little bit, but I'm just getting tired of seeing this. You know, you're a fucking six-foot-something, 300-pound guy, and he's a fucking pussy. I mean, I know he's a lawyer, okay? But you know what? I'm not going to take that shit every week. You know, him, Devon, in the back, and, and them choking him out with the chain and telling him to stay out of their, their business and everything. It, I, I'm missing abyss. I know for a few months ago, I don't want to sound like a, a hypocrite, that I said I kind of enjoyed Joseph Park, but it's it's growing real old, real thin, real fast. Please bring back Abyss. And um, I didn't see the match that happened between the knockouts, but it looks like, and also the, since the promo that happened afterward, it looks like they're going to finally do the Mickey uh, James heel turn. I, I'm going to be honest with you. The knockouts was one of the things that had no bullshit involved. I mean... Really, it didn't have a lot of bullshit at all. We had Miss Tessmacher versus Mickey James for a shot at the knockouts title. Mickey went over after what wasn't a bad match at all. I'm loving the one. The one bright spot tonight was I'm loving ODB as the ref. If you can go back and watch Impact, uh, and I mean watch that match, you said you didn't see. She wasn't taking any shit. So I'm enjoying that part of it. I'll tell you the truth. That was the high point. Oh, fucking impact tonight, the, the knockouts match. Yeah, but well, the shit we got, you really think that's going to be really a thing that stands out? No, I mean, I know what you're saying. And, you know, it's just, it sucks. It sucks to come and do a show and, and be negative, but I can't. Well, what am I? If I came out here and tried to defend what we saw tonight, I would sound like a fucking idiot. I'd lose that little tiny bit of credibility that I actually have. You know, I, I can't, I can't do it. It 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 was a, sh a shitty show. I'm sorry. Yeah, at least the only good thing is there's no pay per view, so at least we won't get in probably a shitty pay per view until whenever um, Slam Reversary is happening. 
Well, I think, and that's part of the reason we're getting what we're getting. And, and look, again, we were all saying they need to cut their pay-per-views. They've done that. The problem... Yeah, before- Four, only having four is really hurting it. Doing right. one every other month would have probably been the best choice to do. Yeah, because the burn is too slow. When you don't have a fucking pay-per-view every, well, every month or every other month, what starts to happen is you drag shit out, and that's what they're doing. They're dra- I almost would rather them have like some type of, of free event mixed in between, like even... Even on a Sunday. Exactly. Like on a Sunday or a Saturday or something like that. Have a free three hour event that will culminate that that, where you can wrap up some storylines. You're either going to have to wrap them up on impact or you're going to have to drag shit out. And that's what we're getting. And I, I, again, I hate to come out and bitch that they did something that I wanted them to do and cut the pay-per-views, but it is hurting the week to week product. Yeah, and one more thing. Why in the fuck did TNA make a Dixie Carter action figure? Yeah. Why? Seriously. I... The only thing I'll do is I'll grab that, put it in the microwave, and let it melt. Or blow up something. Wow. I mean, why don't we just have SNS action figures? I mean, come on. Let, let's let's get it made up. You can get the Bronze Father with Kung Fu Grip. Additional eye patch? Fuck you. I, you. You realize I have the capability of hanging up on your ass, right? Yeah, if you pay extra, you get the John Luke Picard action figure accessories. I mean, you get JJ Sex A complete with queso dip. You get fucking Trey Dog <laughs> with, with cowboy hat. W- w- why not? Credly with a restraining order from the knockouts. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You get Maverick with a broken computer. Ooh. Yeah, I agree. What the hell is with that show? No, I love I love Maverick to death. Today was one of the first times I got to hear Running the Ropes live, and I tell you, I, I did enjoy it. It's a they're doing a great job, but you know, I'm just I'm just being silly. But it's like, I mean, shit. Yeah, I, I kind of get what you're saying. The, the Dixie Carter action figure it comes autographed, and then every time you see TNA shop, it's oh, it's eighty percent off. It's ninety percent off. Guess what? It's fucking free. We'll pay you. It's like they're obviously yeah. Not, there's a reason for that because they're not the merchandise is not that they're not selling that well. Yeah, it's true. But I mean, like I said, I don't want this to be a TNA shit fest. But but I mean. I don't want us to shit all over the product, but tonight, just... It has a right to get It has on. a right, yeah. I agree with you 100%, man. It, it deserved it. And like I said, when it deserves it, that's what you're going to get. And it, it was pretty bad. And I think that this taping every other week shit is hurting it as well. Or if they're going to do a tape show, fine. Do it like the day after the live show. That'll probably help. Well, I think they do it like what? Right after the live show? Well, it helps not only for the the, uh, the wrestlers that don't have to go for four hours and film two different things, but it helps get the crowd up a little more. You know, I have a different crowd maybe. Um, maybe it's cheaper to just book the arena for one night. I, I don't know. Because uh, ROH, they do an uh, internet pay-per-view, then the next time they do four weeks of um, shows, and apparently that hasn't caused them any real issue. Well, I mean... I don't know what model, what other model TNA can use. I mean, they're, 
my 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 biggest fucking problem right now is I'm sick. I'm I'm sick of the whole thing being dominated by aces and H. You know, TNA was almost it was almost like WCW pre NWO for a while. You had a lot of good wrestling. You had a lot of different storylines going on. And one thing we used to give TNA props for was they had quite a few storylines going at, at one time where you could, you could, if you didn't like one storyline, you could enjoy another. But basically, everything revolves around Ace. It's the Aces and Eight show. Fuck renaming it Impact Wrestling. Just rename it A, A and Eight. Yeah. Because um, what was another big angle people were liking? The whole thing with AJ Styles. Now they put that connection with Aces and Eights. So it's like, give us something away from Aces and Eights. For heaven's sake. Or don't have them really involved that much. But how they've been doing it, very doubtful of happening. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm just getting, getting tired. I'm really tired. I mean, all right, the last big thing was fucking... Uh, Bully joined. He was the leader. Okay, big deal. Cutting the same promo every week. Oh, if you're with Aces and H, you never ride alone. You never walk alone. I shut. And, and one last thing before I let you go. The okay. commentary. Taz sounds like one of the fucking Dagos from New York. Just one of the freaking Italians that like fucking is stu He's stupid. He, he was doing pretty good before he him as a face commentator worked, but as a heel commentator, who does he who is he starting to remind you of? Michael Cole. And we, no, at least Michael Cole was occasionally was biased or something, but now he Taz like automatically heal everything. When Taz was like the heel guy during the whole invasion thing for WWE, he wasn't like this. Good lord, it's like. Get away from him. At least be impartial to some of the stuff. Or don't mention Ace and Nate's almost like every five minutes. Oh, well, uh, Texas is the only state that got its own flag, you see? Texas is the only state that got its own flag. And those are my boys, man. We're together. We're... Question. Fucking D'Lo Brown got fired for being an executive and turning out to be Aces and Nate's. How does this motherfucker still have a job commentating? What? Hearing that. Iron contract he has. What is it, Big Show? No, I don't know. Maybe it's all the fucking donuts he can eat. I, 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 I don't. <laughs> the, the commentary is really starting to suffer. But, Anthony, take care, bro. Thanks for the call. I appreciate right. it. No problem. Bye. Bye. All right, guys. I would like to try to take one more phone call before we have our uh, commercial break for the evening. But, you know, other things going on. Now we hear that. Uh, they show Velvet Sky, which I would kill to be that doctor who was checking out her knee. She's saying her knee feels weird. She's hurt. But now she's going to have to defend that title against the new number one contender in uh, Mickey James. And everyone's looking at Mickey's, you know, possible heel turn. But again, when it's all said and done, who really cares? I, I, AJ Styles, there's no way he's going to join Aces and Eights. And I love how, you know, Chuck and Billy version 2.0 came out tonight and said, oh, you know, he's, he's with us. We're friends again. Just the whole tag team, even the tag team aspect tonight was just, 
I mean, come on, guys. Come on. You know, I'm just, I don't get this whole comedic shit. You know, Samoa Joe, after Magnus got taken out with uh, by aces and eights, Samoa Joe says he's out for blood. He wants blood. And he cut a pretty good promo. But at the end, he gets knocked out with brass knucks by Mr. Anderson, who didn't have the very best of promos tonight. You know, Anderson coming out and saying we were, we took same shit. We took out all these guys. I I just I'm tired of it. Really am. I don't know, guys. It's it's. I'm hoping it improves. I'm gonna try to stay fucking positive. But it's tonight was bad. Matt Morgan. I, I'm wondering if perhaps. He's even hurt. I mean, he's he's not wrestling. He's coming out and talking about all the mistakes that Hogan's made. You know, that that's all we're getting from him. So where where's that leading? And again, when you break down aces and eights, you've got Devon, you've got Bully, and that's about it. That's it. You've got Doc. I think, and I'd love someone to give me their opinion on this, when Mr. Anderson first came to TNA, a lot of people made fun of him. Oh, he's Mr. Injury, all that shit. And he was doing pretty damn good for himself as a baby face when he was doing that whole age of asshole thing. He had the fans behind him. He was a pretty goddamn popular baby face. Now he's a part of Aces and Eights. And again, it diminishes the individual. When you have a group with too many people and a group who most of the people you could care less about, I don't give a fuck about Doc. Fuck. I don't give a shit. Fuck Doc. Fuck everyone who looks like Doc. You know, fuck Bischoff and freaking uh, whatever the fuck the other guy's name is. That's how unimportant he is to me, okay? I, 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 Briscoe. Fuck them. Who, who cares? When did they ever make a niche in that company on their own for me to care about them now because they're wearing a stupid jacket and riding a stupid bike and coming out with a bunch of WWE mostly fucking has-beens who couldn't make it in WWE. So it's like the NWO in the latter days. Let's just throw a jacket on them. Let's throw a T-shirt on them. You know, we bring in a, a you know, a Frank Smith from New York City, who's a garbage man. But if we throw an NWO shirt on him, he's a superstar. If we throw a, a Aces and Eights jacket on him, he's a superstar. Give me a fucking break. Nobody gave a fuck about these guys for a reason, because for the most part, they sucked. And they still suck. The difference is they've got a couple of talented talkers and talented guys behind them. Uh, let me try to count this off on one hand. We got Bully Ray. We got Devon, whose promos never set the fucking world on fire as a singles. Who do we got that I really give a fuck about? I'm just D'Lo. I don't know what the fuck happened to him. I, I don't remember seeing him tonight. Maybe I did. Maybe I just don't care enough to remember. I, again, D'Lo, it's, 
it's lame. It's lame, and it's getting more lame by the week. It's getting more lame by the month. And soon, we'll be able to say it's getting more lame by the year. Because most likely, we're going to have to deal with this shit until bound for glory. Most likely, I'm going to have to have my wrists stitched from cutting them from seeing this shit. It's old, TNA. It, it's just old. One thing about, about Impact that I always put over, even above the WWE, was they had the wrestling. They always had the wrestling. You had matches, numerous matches on a Thursday night, numerous matches that ended without schmazes and all this bullshit, without guys running in. It's almost like they're going away from what I liked about them. And now, last week's ratings were terrible. I don't have the exact numbers in front of me. They were bad. And I'll tell you right now, last week's impact didn't exactly set the world on fire either. Was it as bad as tonight's? No. But it still wasn't the fucking, you know, holy grail of wrestling. I mean, shit, guys. You know, change, change something up. I mean, we've got the Joseph Park angle that's been going on for a fucking year. We got the freaking... Aces angle that's been going on for a year. We got, all right, the Joey, uh, Joey, the fucking AJ Styles thing is something new. But at some point, we're going to get a culmination on that. That I'm willing to give a few more weeks because it's, it's so new. Matt Morgan, again, in limbo. So many things in limbo in TNA. And because you, you're not furthering storylines. You're not advancing characters. You're not doing what you should do to make it different every week. It's the same shit. It's almost like, and, and I'm going to, before I go to commercial, I'm going to give you a, a real good example. When I know that I can miss two to three weeks of a show, if I, you know, broke my fucking neck and had to spend a month in the hospital and missed four episodes of impact. I basically know that I could just tune in when I get home and I really wouldn't have missed shit. That's not good. A wrestling show should be where you can't imagine missing a week where you say, I've got to tune in because I have to see what happened. And sadly, what's starting to happen with Impact is it's almost that syndrome. If you've seen one, you've seen them all. Again, guys, I'm not being an asshole here. I'm just telling it like I see it. The listeners have told it like they see it. And I want to hear more from you guys when I come back. And I will be back after this commercial break right here on the SNS Radio Network. This TNA chat live with the rather pissed off, unhappy Bronx father.
His charm is so contagious, vaccines have been created for it. Years ago, he built a city out of blocks. Today, over 600,000 people live and work there. He is the only man to ever ace a Rorschach test. Every time he goes for a swim, dolphins appear. Alien abductors have asked him to probe them. If he were to give you directions, you'd never get lost, and you'd arrive at least five minutes early. His legend precedes him, the way lightning precedes thunder. He is... The most interesting man in the world. He has amassed an incredibly large DVD library, and it is said that he never once alphabetized it. If he were to mail a letter without postage, it would still get there. When it is raining, it is because he's thinking about something sad. The pheromones he secretes have been known to affect people miles away in a slight but measurable way. He once punched a magician. That's right, you heard me. His blood smells like cologne. His hands feel like rich brown suede. He is the most interesting man in the world. I don't always drink beer, but when I do, I listen to Wrestling News Live. Stay thirsty, my friends. Stay thirsty. Let's go to our ring announcers. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network, and I'll see you at the matches. It's go time! This is TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Wrestling fans, do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun.
What's up, guys and gals? Sensational sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and actually, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. And now, back to TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. All right, back with a slightly pissed off Bronx father here on TNA Chat Live. A little bit of venom tonight, a little bit of, uh, little bit of TNA bashing because of the show we saw tonight but you know that's the way it's got to be the phone lines are still open 501-588-7957 add sunday night showdown to your skype email still open of course tna chat live at snsradionetwork.com um a few stories that were in the news this week about tna uh spike tv president kevin k recently told suredog.com that king mo would not join Impact Wrestling this summer like expected and would instead continue with Bellator and delay his wrestling debut. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't. I mean, King Mo, I mean, I really, well, let me be fair. I don't know enough about the guy. I haven't seen enough about him, uh, seen enough of him to really give too much of an opinion. I mean, I thought... He wasn't bad on the mic. I know uh, we interviewed him on the network, or Trey interviewed him on the network, and, and he seems like a pretty knowledgeable wrestling guy. But, uh, yes, his uh, TNA debut is going to be delayed. Coming off the heels of an email I got last week talking about uh, TNA uh, being canceled in New Zealand, Spike TV is being dropped from the VIP package for Canadian television network, Rogers, and will no longer offer Impact Wrestling as a part of their basic service. TNA fans and those who want to watch Spike TV will be forced to purchase the classic television package at an additional price. I kind of wish I had Harmony on here so she could maybe explain more to me how cable TV works in Canada. Or maybe JJ, he probably would know too. But uh, another another uh, cable company is going to be cutting out Spike and, and Impact. And that's a shame. That really is a shame because they need all the coverage they can get. Now, I know here in the States, like with my cable company... You've got your antenna service, your basic cable, your silver, your gold. What I'm getting from this is that you're going to have to pay extra or get a different package in order to see TNA in Canada. And basically, if TNA is the only thing that you watch on Spike TV, really the only thing I watch, you might not want to pony up that extra money. That's going to affect the ratings. 
you know, maybe on WNL I can get a little more info from from JJ on how these packages work, these these different, you know, setups. I'm not familiar with Canadian cable. Former knockout champion Tara said to a fan she wouldn't be at TNA tapings for a few months. She apologized that she'd be missing so much uh, TV time. So I don't know what's going on there. That's that's too bad. I like Tara. And, you know, what are you going to do? Don West found this kind of funny. Don West posted on Twitter regarding a TNA royalty check he received. Just got my biannual royalty check from TNA. And if it wasn't so hilarious, it would be sad. Well, I guess old Don isn't getting paid. You know, Don's a guy, Don West was a guy who I enjoyed on commentary. Uh, I thought he brought a lot of electricity to the show. I kind of miss having him around. You know, he's kind of that sham wow uh, spokesperson, you know, the big mouth guy. But he was pretty good at what he did. And it's getting to the point where I'd rather have him than Taz. So I don't know where his royalties come from. I don't have all the details, uh, exactly what they're still paying him for. But uh, obviously, it's really not much. Dixie Carter posted on Twitter that Jeff Hardy was kept overnight in Corpus to be evaluated for injuries from the full metal mayhem. His return to the ring is to be determined. So I guess Jeff Hardy's going to take some time off. They're going to sell the fact that he experienced hammer time last week from aces and eights. And again, another guy who was fighting against aces and eights who you don't have. You know, another guy who's out. So we'll have to stay, stay tuned and see what's going on with old Jeff Hardy. Hopefully he'll be back soon. We've got another TNA executive leaving the company. According to PW, uh, PW Insider, Michael Krusen, who has worked as TNA's director of touring, gave his notice to the company that he would be finishing up at the end of this week. Krusen had been with TNA since 2008, and his departure comes off the heels of several other recent TNA office departures. As it was noted, Coordinator Craig Jenkins has also left, along with Chris Thomas and Jules Wartman. That's not good. You've got guys handing in their resignations and, and quitting the company and leaving. You know, that, that shows that they might see the writing on the wall. I don't know. Not good. Not much good news, unfortunately. One of the locations uh, considered for TNA... TNA's Bound for Glory pay-per-view in October is San Diego. So apparently um, Bound for Glory's location isn't known yet. That's kind of surprising. Even though it's October, you would think you'd, you'd you know, want to know where you're going to have your biggest pay-per-view of the year by now. Eh, that's just me. I mean, that's about all there is for news. You know, just... Not even good news, man. It it sucks. It sucks coming on here and, and having to be negative. You know, I like to try to give solutions when I mention problems and, and how to fix it. You know, I don't like to just shit on things and, and not 
tell you guys what I what I would do to fix stuff. And when it's all said and done, I'm not a fucking wrestling booker. I have no experience in pro wrestling. But I think the first thing that they need to do is kind of rewind a little bit. Go back to the dance that brung you. You know, you're you're taking up too much wrestling time with your angles. You're having too many matches end in bullshit. I think they need to kind of revamp and, and go back to, to more of what they were doing, which was a pretty wrestling-heavy product. You know, people talk about the WWE. There's this... You know, sometimes people will say there's there's too much going on. There's a lot of storylines, which wasn't the case a while ago. That's what we used to say about TNA. But now that's, I think, the first thing you need to do. The second thing you need to do is perhaps you may have to rethink. I don't know if you even can, depending on what's been put, you know, on fucking paper to have six pay-per-views like Anthony was saying. You don't have six big pay-per-views a year. You went from too many to too little. And I know some people will say, well, that's not fair. They gave you what you wanted. Well, yeah, yes and no. You know, I want a million dollars. I might get it and end up, you know, just having a sucky life. Who knows? I, 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 there's, they're becoming too complacent because there's too much time between pay-per-views. You know, you don't have to worry about a pay-per-view for 12 weeks or 16 weeks. You say, fuck it, let's phone it in this week. And I've noticed that the quality of the taped shows, which is every other week, this week was taped, next week will be live. The quality of the taped shows are really the shows that are suffering at this point. Um, because, again, there's too much... You've got a crowd that's already sat through two hours of tapings. Maybe, you know, maybe the crowd is tired. You sit there for two hours. Who knows how much time there is in between when the live impact ends and the taping begins. You know, that, that can kind of drain a crowd. That's part of the problem. But I've noticed a difference, a definite difference in the taped impacts as opposed to the ones that are live. The live ones are better. That's to be expected. Uh, I wish they were live every week. I mean, they, they compromised. Again, stuff that we wanted. We wanted them on the road. They're on the road. The problem is they're only on the road 26 weeks a year. The other 26 weeks a year, well, they're still on the road, but they're taped. And that was one of the biggest problems we had with the Impact Zone when they were taped every week. I don't read spoilers for the sake of this show. Uh, I did not know what was going to happen tonight on Impact. I like to watch it as if it's live because I don't believe in coming on here and doing a show off of spoilers. But I notice a difference, a big difference in the taped and the live shows. I pretty much guarantee or at least hope that next week's show will be better simply because it's going to be live. It's going to be in front of a fresh crowd. We'll have to see. 
you know, every wrestling company has their off weeks. This was an off week for TNA, a huge off week for TNA. Bully, uh, Bully Ray confronted Hulk Hogan tonight and called him out. He says he wants Hulk in the ring next week so he can look him in the eye and, you know, see what's going on. I, okay. You know, what is Hulk Hogan going to get jumped? I mean, what other scenario do you have when aces and eights is involved? It's never one-on-one. It's just never one-on-one. But to change topics, guys, I'm waiting on calls, waiting on emails. Give me a call. Give me an email. Or basically, I, I can wrap things up. I mean, tonight was just, I don't know how much else I can say. You know, we went over impact and, and it it just fell flat. You know, suggestions. Give me some suggestions. What do you guys think they should do to fix it? You know, I, I've told you what I would do. I, I, the ref cam, uh, why, again, you know, the X Division, it's really a shame, because we, we, we talked about this in chat tonight, too, about all these changes, and, and the sad thing is, and this is what I don't get, the X Division was a division that didn't need much fixing. It was, for a long time, it was so popular in TNA. It was one of the reasons you watched TNA, because you had the X Division guys. And now they're shuffling shit up so much where you've got the, the three men, you know, every, every match is going to be a triple threat. And, you know, the guy who loses, loses his shot at the, uh, at the X Division title. First we had that. Now we have this camera, referee camera shit. It's too much. It really is. It, it's way, way too many changes to the one thing you probably shouldn't have changed. You've got the gut check, which everybody shit all over that last week. The Internet's still going crazy over that shit. And, you know, a lot of people have voiced their opinion on that's That's no longer entertaining. It never really was that entertaining. But... It was something, and, and now it's just, you know, bringing in veterans and shit who, you know, we, we know are veterans. Just just doesn't, whoa, just doesn't make sense. Obviously, obviously we have a caller. Caller, please lower whatever you've got going on. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? Hey, what's up, bro? What's up, bro? Not much, man. Just it sucks. Kind of sucks to be me tonight and be a little bit negative, man. But you know, I gotta call it like I see it. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, yeah. Real quick, yeah. I, I agree with you 100, percent man. I thought the last two weeks, man, it just sucked. And <laughs> you know, right, right now, in my opinion, man, they they got to do something because I, I think they thought they was hitting the home run with the aces and eight, you know, thing. And I think it, it really has limited them into what they can do where they haven't really created anything other than uh, really winning the title. The X Division sucks. The tag team division really doesn't exist. Uh, the knockoffs are just getting, you know, a ham sandwich every week. So they, they really have nothing that's going to make you gravitate to the product every week. And, I mean, you know, for them going on the road and putting together these type of shows, 
I mean, it's awful, man. And Devon, we thought he was going to defend the title tonight. Ah, uh, didn't happen. So, I mean, basically, they they giving us nothing but crap, man. And I'm sorry, man. It the product is hurting, and you know, I know Dixie. She always tell everything's great, everything's great. But time for Janice Carter to put her foot down, and you know, they got to get some new creative people in there, man. Because Pritchett, Bischoff, and Conway and uh, Nizan and whoever else, they're not getting it done, man. They got too many favorites up in there, and they gotta they gotta start putting some people over, man. Because this is just terrible. Well, I don't know what Dixie's what her mom's role necessarily is. I think her role is more of a of a role of someone who just is like it's like when you give your kid a toy and say, "Go on, you can play with this." That's kind of I think the way it is with TNA. You know, go ahead. Do whatever you want to do, but, you know, if you're hemorrhaging money and you're not making money, that's a big problem. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, man, just at this point right now, man, they, they got to they gotta return their focus because if you look, look at what's going on with the gut check, all these guys got to be a witness protection, man, because we haven't seen them. Every time somebody wins, you don't see them no more. So I was thinking they might be building to an angle like, the NXT did in WWE where they had a heel group, but you don't see none of these guys. You know, they got rid of Adam Pearce last week, and I'm like, well, why did they bring the guy in? When they brought in uh, uh, the Hunters, uh, Izzy, whatever name was, you know, she was going to win, and the Barbarian niece won. So I don't know what they're doing. The focus is gone. And it's, it's classic Bischoff-Hogan where they get to a point where they have nothing else. They have nothing left. And until they rededicate themselves and get a better focus, man, they done, man. Yeah, they done. Yeah, and it, and it, it hurts to be a fan and say that. Look, I, I've been I've been talking with you for close to half a year. You've been talking with me, talking with Trey. I know you're a TNA fan. And again, yeah. we don't want to come out and be haters. And I, I always stress that because. I, I I don't like be, having to be negative, but tonight was like and like it's Bully Ray cutting the same yeah. fucking promo every week. Yep, yep. It's, it's just the same thing, and you know I thought you know maybe Magnus would win because that that's a young star that you can use. But they're not doing nothing with him. They're not doing nothing with Morgan. You know, it's just like they just the same AJ Styles, James Storm. It's just the same thing. And, and, you know, I remember you saying like a, a couple months back where when you come out of pay-per-view and you, you come out of things, out of, of, a, out of a big show, you got to create something new. And TNA has failed to do that. You know, they re-signed Jeff Hardy. That was the big thing. And he loses the title the next month. And now he's going to be on the shelf, I guess, for a minute. So they have nothing new. And I don't know if it's to bring back Matt Hardy and let him and Jeff go out to Ace of Eight. I don't know no big name like Batista or Goldberg if they could have the money to get. The John Nitro ship is not coming. So I don't know what rabbit they can pull out the hat where they can get some shock factor. But you look at last week's ratings for the big show that they're supposed to have for the Full Metal Mayhem, the ratings suck. And I hate to see this numbers on the second week of a tape show from last week. These numbers are going to be dirt awful. And like I say, man, some heads got a roll. I see a lot of people have been quitting the company in the front office. So... I mean, they, they got to do something, bro. And, I, and like I say, I'm a TNA diehard guy. I buy merch for my family, my kids. I go to the shows and they're here locally. I order the pay-per-views. But to give me this, after all this time, y'all been fighting to get on the road, and you're giving the fans this right here, and you're not giving them a complete product where every finishes are, the finishes are bullshit. Aces and eight is just 
you know, wrecking people, and there's no meaning, there's no purpose, and nobody is getting over in the concept. The concept is, okay, beat us down, but at the end, we get over. They're not getting over. So the concept is not working. Hey, man, I got to go, man, because I'm working, man, but uh, I'm going to check you next week, man, and, uh, you know, we see what happens next week with the live show, man. If not, man, I'll call you back, and I'll be ready next week, man. All right, Terrence, thanks a lot, bro. Take care, man. All right, bro. You have a good week. You too. All right, guys, I don't have any emails. I'm going to leave the phone lines open a little longer. If you guys want to, someone else wants to call in, call in. Um, but <laughs> look, TNA, here's a guy in Terrence who I can tell you has been a big supporter of TNA. And he just called in and basically said he was disappointed. So, you know, I don't know if anyone there listens to this show. If you do... Again, we're not hating. We're just telling you like it is. And with the ratings the way they are and Spike TV losing a lot of markets now, not being shown in as many places, you know, I think it kind of rolls back to something that Dixie Carter is a nice lady. That's a problem. She's, she's a nice lady. You know, if if you, man, we say this so much. If I was in charge, I don't want to. I don't want to sound like one of those IWC guys. But you know what? I've been watching wrestling for thirty fucking years. I think that qualifies me to a certain extent to make a comment and give my opinion. But if you put me in charge of that company tomorrow, like you know, Terrence said, heads would roll. You know, whatever writing they're doing ain't working. Whatever storylines they're coming up with ain't working. It's it's like one step forward, two steps back. And I'm I'm hoping next week they can turn it around. I'm hoping they do something to shock me. You know, here's my question. When was the last time, and I'm not talking about a move in a match that makes you go wow or, or a spot that makes you go wow, but when was the last time you watched TNA and said, holy shit, you know, I can't, I can't, it's been a while. It's really been a while since I was able to watch this show and say, holy shit, I wasn't expecting that, you know, but it's like, all right, uh, let me write next week. What's next week going to be? We have a match against an Aces and Eights guy and a TNA baby face, and the Aces and Eights attacks them. We have another match with a TNA guy against an Aces and Eights member. Somebody, they get jumped. They get attacked. I'm a bit interested to hear exactly what Bully Ray is going to say to Hulk Hogan next week and to see... Uh, if that's going to maybe lead to something, you know, perhaps it will. Uh, I hope it doesn't lead to what we all think it's going to lead to is Hulk Hogan getting his ass back in the ring. That's not a surprise. That's not anything new. That's something nobody nor their mother wants to see. The knockouts division is... I don't know. I like ODB as the ref, but you're talking about a division that was elite at one point. 
even a lot of the TNA haters, the people who hated on TNA for no good reason, just to be, you know, haters, even they used to give the knockouts division some cred and say, hey, this women's division is far superior to the WWE in every way. They've got better women's wrestlers. They've got more entertaining characters. You know, I look back to when Kong was there and the beautiful people were together and you had all that going on. That, again, not what it was. It's it, it's a shame because, again, they, they've, they've done so many things the IWC asked them to do. And it's like when they finally satisfy us, wanted them to go live. Now they're sort of live. They're live every other week. We wanted them to go on the road. They're on the road. But since they've done these things, the in my opinion, the quality of the product has gone down. And it's gone down for one main reason. Aces and eights. And this is really turning into the most, one of the most disappointing factions in the history of wrestling. You, you look back at the Nexus, the NWO, the Four Horsemen, you can go back and back and back throughout history. And it's run its course. No one cares anymore. We've got to do something big. And if the people that you have writing and the people that you have booking and the people that you have in charge aren't getting it done, you know, you can't ignore ratings. You can't ignore opinion. You can't ignore me. You can't uh, ignore Terrence. You can't uh, ignore Anthony. You can't ignore JJ. You can't ignore all the people not the haters, not the assholes who will always hate you no matter what you do. Not the people who say, the 10 percenters, like Eric Bischoff says, who will say TNA sucks every week even when they're good. You can ignore those people. They're assholes. But when you get some, some people who have tried their hardest to support this company like me and my listeners and everyone in chat coming on here and saying how disappointed they are you know, letter grades, it's really not something I, I do on this show, but I got to give Impact a D minus tonight. I'm not going to give it an F because, you know, there were one or two things that were okay, but it was bad. Guys, I'm going to wrap things up, and uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, listen to some of Running the Ropes today. I'm usually not around for that show. I'm usually at work. I enjoyed it. Uh, I like Maverick and, and Crelly's take on things. It, it was cool. It was funny. <laughs> and uh, maybe a show I'm going to have to try to catch a little more often. And the archive, when we get it. <laughs> we'll, I like the show. You can check them out every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Good show. Um, I'm not sure what's up with the open book. From what I understand, uh, Ashley's going to give us a podcast uh, he's not feeling too well. Sean's not feeling too well. Um, of, as far as I know, Open Book is supposed to return at its normal time on Fridays live next month in May. So uh, looking forward to that, to you guys coming back. Check out all your podcasts over the weekend. You know what they are. Elite Force Podcast, Beyond the Bell, 
uh, just a ton of content, real easy. Go to snsradionetwork.com, and you can get all the show schedules, where you can download, how you can listen live. So check everyone out. Tuesday, of course, Wrestling News Live comes back with myself, JJ, and Trey, 9 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Mountain, Midweek Elite Force Podcast next week with Chuck W. And I'll now be back next Thursday, same time, same channel, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, 8.30 p.m. Mountain. Sorry if I sound a little down, guys, but I, I feel a little down. And hopefully next week they'll do something to, just when we're ready to get out, drag us in again. Have a great weekend, everybody. Be careful about the weather, all the crazy, just sick fucking shit going down in this country right now with bombings and shit like that. Take care of yourselves. Keep an eye out. Be alert. Be safe. And I'll see you all again next week. Hopefully not a bitch fest. With TNH at Live right here on the SNS Radio Network. Good night, guys.